Welcome back, everybody. It's Sarcasm Speaks, Jerry and Bob. We're coming at you on a, a matinee, Saturday matinee. I don't even know when is this is going to come out Thursday, right? I think Thursday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to give us the rundown on uh, how we got here? <laughs> I mean, uh, so with the, with the details, yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we were supposed to be in Vermont this weekend. Supposed to come back on Monday on the 4th. So we recorded two to reflect that. Yep. We did two last Sunday and then do we do what we do Tuesday. And then we right? did normal Tuesday. Yeah. Cause again, I was going to be in Vermont and so I'm like, all right, well, let's get one in the holster because I don't know what I'm coming back. I don't know what's going on. Fucking too much bullshit. So yeah. Get one in the holster. So I think we find out early in the week that one of her cousins, because normally it's her sister. So everyone, everyone's got a significant other kids, whatever. So it's her sister and her two cousins plus associated members. So we find out one cousin's not coming during the week because his wife tested positive for the second time this year. So one could argue, why did she? test again i don't know i tried asking yeah. that um <laughs> i think we're just like whatever yeah <clears throat> the, the point of why even people even get tested at this point that's is, my thing is yeah someone has said that they're like oh you've been like lucky so far i go i'm going to continue to be lucky because i refuse to take a test at this point right if i get sick i'm just sick yeah, it's I'm only sick. covid if you test for it right um <laughs> now some people obviously have kids or health issues, whatever. I don't, so I don't care. That's why I'm also, if I'm going to be over it, I'm fucking over it. Right. Some, some people want to be over it, but they're not over it. <laughs> so her sister, so her sister was never coming. We had a cousin on COVID protocol. Um, her parents were going to be coming back Sunday, like earlier in the day. So that leaves one other cousin. Well, their toddler has a, had a fever in the morning. So I call her when I left the golf course yesterday. And she's like, well, what do you think? I go, well, I just don't really see a point of going if they're not going. And then on the phone, she gets a text saying they're going. It's like, all right. So we're going. <laughs> so we were going to leave the house at 2.30, go pick her mother up and drive up to Vermont. At about 2.10, the cousin texts back and goes, um, the toddler's got a, a fever of 103. We're turning around from Hookset, New Hampshire. Jesus. I'm like, all right, well, we're good. I go, yeah. I'm, not, I, I'm not like, that was the thing is like, I'm not, and I told her this, I go, I'm not going to Vermont without people. Like there's no point of going if there's no people. Right. So obviously the area is near um, a mountain and we're not skiing. I don't, I mean, I don't ski anyway, but it's fucking July. Right. <laughs> there's no snow in July, even in Vermont. <laughs> and then other than that, it's like, it, I mean, it's okay. It's like, a, it's a good spot, but I wouldn't drive three and a half hours to go there to not do anything with nobody there. 
Yeah. Is there even anything like around there? Like, I well, feel I mean, like it's like, like a ski town, like it's a winter town, right? Like in the winter time, like there's shit to do. And in the summertime, I feel like people. Yeah. So, I mean, like there's no, it would be, it'd just be bars and restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Bars, restaurants, brewery, like that, like that's what we would do. It's like, Oh, let's go to the mountain. Cause there's a restaurant it's like, okay, we'll go eat or drink or whatever. Like, yeah. But even like getting Ubers isn't easy because it's a fucking steep hill, dirt road. Like, plus, I don't even know if they fucking like are any Ubers around there. And if they would be there, would they be there in July? I, like, this is my thing. I like, so yeah. yeah. And this wasn't like a point of contention. She, like, we were on the same page with that. It's like, there really isn't a lot of right. Point. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. He, he, even then, so like, she called her father and he's like, Oh, I just got off the tractor doing God knows what. Cause he was up there. <laughs> he had to go meet someone. So he was probably just like mowing down the fucking property. <laughs> and she, she told him what happened. So he's like, Okay, cool. I'm going to take a shower and then uh, I'll be back. <laughs> and he was back in Quincy in like three hours. <laughs> so getting back to hang on was only like a couple more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. So what was supposed to be a weekend just absolutely utterly just goes to shit. And I think that, I don't think this is the first time that this has happened. I can't really remember. Um, but I feel like there's like a, almost a catastrophe every time we go up. <laughs> well, that's what happens when, you have like you try and coordinate like a bunch of people, especially a bunch of people with it's kids. fucking children, dude. Because even kids will fuck up everything. Even on Thursday, yeah, I get a te- text from Chris at work. He goes, "Hey, both kids have a fever. Uh, I'm probably not going to leave the house until two. And I'm like, "Well, I'm fucking out of the gym by two, so yeah, <laughs> don't you worry about that." Um. So then I called him and then I called him yesterday. I go, Hey, you gotta get, you gotta get a load of this. <laughs> and he's like, he goes, yep. Nope. That, that sounds about right. He goes, yeah. he goes, I've also been borderline shit in my pants for three days. So he goes, yeah. So, it, it, so, so it's awesome. He goes, it's great. And it's like, what the, f- what, like, I, <laughs> I just like you people with kids. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Kids like, are just germ factories. They're sick. Like, every other month and like what so and it's like because they get bitch ass immune systems and i'm also like <laughs> it's so it's this is a very very selfish take because <laughs> it because it is all about me <laughs> hey this is your show it can be about you it's fine but what is the motivation to having children <laughs> like biologically or no. i was gonna say because it's like a dna it's like built into our dna to continue our dna yeah i heard someone why once, the fuck would i want to continue this yeah i know right i heard someone once I, f- I forget who it was it was like a psychologist or something that said it, he and i'm sure like anyone smart enough can make an argument sound good in either direction but he made it sound so good and I'm going to butcher it. But he said, there's actually nothing more narcissistic than having a child because that child obviously shares your DNA. So it's an extension of you. 
And it's like by you loving, cause everyone says like, Oh, you don't know true love until you have a kid. Right. Like every, everyone says that they're like, it's different. It's this thing. It's all this yada, 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 whatever. But this one psychologist made the argument, like that's actually the most narcissistic thing you could ever do is love this thing. That's an extension of you. Right. It's like got your DNA and you love it because it's you. And it's like, wow, like that's. And again, he made it seem way more elaborate and like explained this whole thing psychologically. And I was like, wow, that's so fucking funny that like having kids is actually one of the most selfish things you can do because it's like it propagate, like you want to propagate your DNA, right? Like you want your, your bloodline to continue. And then you have this child that's you theoretically, at least 50%. And it's like, oh yeah, no, I love that thing. Cause it's me. <laughs> and I like, first of all, no one hates me more than I hate me. So why the fuck would I want an extension of me? Now I can deal with me twice. Awesome. Yeah. Sick. but I'm just like all people do all the time is bitch about their kids. And like, if we, and if we work through the timeline here, they, so they don't walk until 10 to 14 months is that about right i think yeah i know nothing about the whole milestone shit like i I don't don't either so let's just say plus or minus a year they don't so for a year they can't walk yeah and even when they can walk they don't do it very well yeah (laughs) so that's annoying yeah then they don't wipe their own ass until i don't even know how old They don't talk until two. So all they do is sit there and fucking cry. Yep. So we literally have not come up with a actual purpose of this living being, at least for three years. Yeah. I was going to say the first four years are, you're basically useless as a, as a, as a living, as a living thing for four years, you can't do anything on your own. Yeah. But like once they get to like time. five, like I feel like once they get to five, they can probably at least feed themselves. Well, five right? is kindergarten. Like, so, yeah. So you're generally good. they can like, I mean, they still can't survive on their own. No, 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 no. But, <laughs> but like at least by five, it's like they still fuck it up. But like they can generally go to the bathroom themselves. They can eat themselves. Right. Like I don't think you have to feed a kid at four. So it's probably around four. Yeah. Um. But still, it's like they can only walk so far. And for so long, <laughs> then they get tired and sick. They get tired, and it's like you got to carry them. It's like fucking a. Yeah. So then, even when they would be what you can consider having a use, just just one, like <laughs> like they are a hu- an operating human being. Because like before that, they are not an operating human being. No, no. Even then, you still have eleven years. 12 years before this thing can even drive a car itself. <laughs> before it can get about a job. That, about that before it can even get a job. Yep. And all they do all the time is disappoint you. <laughs> when has it, when, like whenever anyone talks about their kids, when do they, when do they say, oh, I'm like super proud of my kid for doing X, but they're doing it without delusion. 
Yeah. It doesn't happen until at least 18. Right. Right. Because it's like you figure it's like, oh, I'm so proud of my son. He fucking got an A in math. It's like, that's not fucking hard. Right. Right. Like, that's not impressive. Yeah. I'll go. And last week, what did you have to yell at your son for? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, well, I had to, I had to yell at him because him and his friends were like digging holes to make dirt jumps out of the bikes in my yard. It's like, exactly. Yeah. So you're so proud of that a in math yet. They just fucked your yard up and can't fix it. Cause they have no skills. <laughs> and it's like, even like, even yesterday, all like, so I play with two random guys and, and like, this is what, this is what I'm going with. And someone, someone will probably be listening be like, Oh, not me. And I'm like, you know what? Either you're lying to yourself or credit to you. Cause you're the fucking unicorn. <laughs> all people do is bitch about their kids. Yep. And they never like, it's like very, very rarely do they have anything good to say. And again, it's not till like 18. It's like, oh, they got into this school because they tried hard, whatever. And it's cool. Like, hey, I'm proud of them for getting into fucking Harvard, whatever. It's like, okay, cool. It's like, oh, I'm proud of them because they got this job because they went to this college. It's like, again, so it's 18 years of just disappointing you and pissing you off and taking your money. (laughs) Fucking freeloading Canadians. Yeah. That's the other thing too, is it's just a money suck. Yeah. And honestly, anyone who's like, oh, I'm so proud of whatever. It's like, you're full of shit. <laughs> like you are so full of shit. I, I swear to God, there's not one person who can tell me that their that their child before getting into college, that they're like, oh, I'm so proud of him for whatever. It's like, you're delusional or that accomplishment doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, or it's like not that, not that cool. Oh, I'm so proud they got conference all star and fucking track. It's like gives a fuck. <laughs> what the fuck are you proud of? Yeah, like, have you the noticed bar that set pretty low? I would say, have you noticed that there's a bunch of conference all stars and that there's a bunch of conferences and there's a bunch of states? <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of them. Your kid's probably in the majority here. <laughs> so yeah, yeah i don't know i just i i, I obviously i've just um obviously we, we've done our thing you know marriage is a scam and kids are stupid and they just fucking whatever <laughs> and i'm just like especially this week it's like i, I know once one side it was it was the wife that tested positive so it didn't actually have anything to do with the kids but the reason for concern is the kids because they have a they have a newborn too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, that's probably why they're still testing and all that crap. It's like, oh, we got a newborn, like whatever. And it's like, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember literally every holiday when one of my cousins had when their kids were her kids were younger, they're like, I don't know, 10 and five now or some 10 and six, maybe. Um but when they were both young, like whatever, four and one and, you know, six and two, however the fuck old, um, it was always something. They were always sick. Like it was always like around a holiday. Like if we were going to do like Christmas dinner somewhere, it was like, oh, well, she can't go. And because uh, this kid's sick. And then like Easter would roll around and she'd be like, oh, well, I can't go because the other one's got an ear infection. And it's like it was always one of the two. Like her kids were always sick and it was always around 
like the holidays. Like whenever we had something planned, she always had to fucking bail. Yeah, that's because you can't have like this is the thing. We can't have nice things. Yeah. So like, I mean, I would I wouldn't consider a holiday a nice thing, but some people do like normal people probably do. It's like (laughs) a nice thing to get together with your family, whatever. I just find it a fucking nuisance. Um, And that's the thing, like you can't have nice things because something's always going to fuck it up. But even I was talking to Craig because I just his kids, it's the same thing. It's always like, oh, one of them puked at daycare. So it's 24 hours. Aren't they a little older now? They're older now. So he's he's almost out of the weeds now. Yeah. Um, What are they like 10 and 12 or something like that? Not quite. I think it's. uh, I want to say nine. They're both fall birthdays, so I think it's like turning nine and turning seven or turning 10, turning eight, something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's they, they could be two years, three years. I don't really know. I can't keep track. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people are still asking me how old I am now, and I have to ask them what year it is. Yeah, yeah, it depends. What year is it? What year is it? Yeah, 22. Oh, 32. Got it. So but he, it was the same thing with him. It would always be like, he would text us in the morning being like, Hey guys, I won't be there till like three. Um, one of them puked and that's a mandatory, like 24 hours or 48 hours out or something. Yeah. And it's like, regardless of anything. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he goes, it's not, he goes, it ain't like that anymore. Thank God. Yeah. But Chris's kids are still young. He's got probably five more years of this shit. <laughs> at least <laughs> well because dylon doesn't turn turns one when the fuck does he turn one i don't remember is that august did he just no have idea. the kid last august that's uh, when we did the coverage manifesto right because it was right around it was no, right around i think was it was it around no- guys weekend i think it was november okay Oh, it was the. Then we went to Charlotte. It was the Charlotte trip. I yeah, knew it okay. was. It he was due right around like when we were gonna go away somewhat sometime. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I say Charlotte. he was due. I mean, Christine was due, but I he doesn't have the fucking kid. <laughs> that's a, that's my other favorite thing is when guys are like, "Oh, we had a baby," or like, "Oh, like we are pregnant." Like, no, motherfucker, you're not pregnant. Your wife's pregnant. Yeah, you got laid like, and you then do showed nothing. up to like five appointments in the meantime. Like that's yeah. all you did. Yeah, I am under no illusion that it's and, like it's and even like, then oh, if yeah, it... we are pregnant. No, 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 no. I'm not doing fucking shit. Like I just kind of show up, like you said, like maybe I get there late. I don't know. Like I'm just kind of here along for the ride. Like I didn't do any heavy lifting. <laughs> well, and I was gonna say, like, even for the for the second kid, it's like, dude, the guy isn't going to the appointments. It's our, we've already been there once. Yeah, been there, been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's funny because the two guys, so two guys that I work with, um, one of them is having his second kid in August and the other one is having his first kid in July. Actually, I think his wife is due in like two and a half weeks or something, but it's funny because the one that's having the second kid will be like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like talk, like in reference to the guy having his first kid be like, I remember when I had my first kid, like he couldn't come to like we had like a work dinner a few weeks ago and he had to bail cause he had to go to like a birthing class. Yeah. Which, and so the, the second kid guy is like, yeah, it's typical. Like that's, that's your first kid. You know, you don't know what you're doing. You're like, Oh no, I got to go to this birthing class. I got to read all these books. I got to do all this. 
And he's like, yeah, the second one, we're just like, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but it's, he's just like, it's funny, like seeing the difference and the contrast, but the guy that's having the second kid is like, I don't know. I was exactly the same way with the first kid. Cause yeah. you're just like, you don't know what to do. So you yep. feel like you have to do, you have to go to all the classes, you have to do all the stuff. And then by the yeah, time you roll around, it's knocked up. Kid, it's like, I didn't read the baby books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then after the first one, it's like, ah, fuck it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been been there, done that. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, also too, at the same time, like if you do do all like the classes and the books for the first kid, like you then don't need to do the exact same thing again anyway. You already did it. Yeah. Why the fuck would you do it again? Why would you go through a birthing class again for a second or third or fourth kid? You know what I mean? It's like. It's like the people I know we've talked about this before, but it's like the people that have the baby shower for like the fourth kid. Oh, fuck that. And it's like, all right, dude, like, I think this is your fourth kid. Like it's called hand-me-downs, bro. Like figure yeah. it the fuck out. <laughs> like, yeah, stop, other, otherwise, don't throw away all your baby shit if you're going to have four kids. Or the gifts are just going to be in a fucking trash bag where it's like all your friends <laughs> are giving you the shit that they don't want anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, are you having a girl or a boy? boy okay gay grab the black bags the black bags is boy stuff yeah yeah like like the only time it would be even remotely acceptable is like if the first three kids were girls and then you were having a boy on the fourth but even still like still no nope you do not get you do not get a baby shower after one yeah I also wonder, like, and this is a completely uninformed opinion. What the fuck is the point of the birthing class? Isn't that why you go to the hospital and pay these like tens of thousands of dollars? Yeah, aren't, I they, don't spo- know. aren't they supposed to birth the child? Because <laughs> like you having think, a baby, right? having a baby isn't free. Like you pay a shitload of money in like yeah medical bills for this for this child. So why do you take a birthing class? Shouldn't the nurses and the doctor and the delivery like shouldn't they all know that yeah i would imagine again uninformed take but never mind again it's not fucking 1892 where it's like you need a birthing class because you might have a baby in the barn or something like (laughs) yeah generally this is generally we're going to make it to the hospital right right and yeah once i'm in the hospital like why what what do i need to like like, what are they going to tag? This is like the fucking US Open. It's like, oh, I'm wearing my golf shoes. They're going to tag me in. It's like, yeah. No, if you go to a real hospital with actual, like, an actual, like, birth unit, whatever, or child, whatever the fuck it's called, labor and delivery, whatever. <laughs> if, if, like, it's a real department at a real hospital, shouldn't they have the qualified personnel? <laughs> yeah. You would hope, right? Not the fucking strength coach. Yeah. Like, like, really, should I like, should I really be delivering this child? Yeah, unless, you know, your doctor's on uh, like vacation, like and knocked up. Yeah. <laughs> they have to go with the backup guy. They got to call in the, the reliever. Yeah. So, like, I just don't, again, it's an uninformed take, but like, I don't, just don't understand that part of it either. It's like, why am I not only paying like 15, 20 grand to have this child? Why? do I need to know how to deliver it? I thought again, it's like usually like an exchange of services, like 
if I'm paying, then that means I'm not doing it. Right. If I need to deliver the child, then I guess we'll go out to the barn. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, also too, I mean, again, I have zero experience with this, so uninformed take, but from what I hear, it's like once it's go time, like all that shit goes out the window anyway, where it's like you learn like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. And don't forget this breathing technique and all this stuff. And then it's like, hey, I'm going into labor. It's like, all right, well, drop everything and let's get to the fucking hospital. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, oh, don't forget your breathing technique. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, let's go. It's go time. Like, yeah, get in the fucking car. There's a lot of things like I do pride myself on a person who knows when to shut the fuck up. And I think a lot of people don't know when to shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. But I got I just have a feeling that. When a woman is like on the cusp of delivering this child. I, I think a couple of the cliches must be true, like you provide a hand for her to squeeze the ever living fuck out of and she might break <laughs> your hand. Yeah, yeah, it's OK. And you then can cast you, that up you'll like be fine, like when when it is like go time and it's like we are like into this do you really think that the mother that's about to deliver this child is going to listen to like reason and and rational thoughts like i don't think so i think priority is get this fucking thing out of me yeah that's literally like 99% of the time yeah uh that's the story that you hear right so like again one of the guys that i work with when he had the first kid he was telling me the story about how him and his wife had this whole plan that they wanted like a natural birth. Like she didn't want any drugs and she's a nurse. So drugs. she, yeah. So <laughs> she, so his wife is a nurse, but she, so she understands all this shit, whatever. And um, she like went into labor and I think it was like an extended labor, but it was one of those where she was like, fuck this, get me, get me the epidural. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Like I want this. And because he, he's telling me the story and he's like, yeah, this is how it works. Right. Like you have this plan and then like it's go time and you're like, nah, fuck that. Like, we're just like, give me the fucking epidural because it's drugs. Right. You feel great. You're like it's, I mean, I can't imagine the amount of fucking pain, but you get that epidural. And once it kicks in, you're like on fucking queer street. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just, you're just happy as can be. You're like, Oh, I'm uh, Am I, am I having the baby? Who's having the baby? <laughs> You're just high as a fucking Oh, kite. and now I'm going to sleep for two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's, I, I don't know. I just like, again, it's, it's an uninformed take. Cause I haven't done any, I haven't done a birthing class. I don't plan on doing a birthing class. I don't plan on doing any of this shit, but I just got to imagine it just like, doesn't go that way. Yeah. <laughs> right it's almost like dude it, well it's almost like cpr class yeah. where it's like they're like stay nice and calm you know assess check, the check like, the stop, scene assess the area yeah and then like point someone out hey you call 911 and you point to someone else and it's like you go get an aed and yeah. it's just supposed to be that fucking easy right as if it's not going to be fucking chaos no like the way yeah the way the way i envision it going is if someone goes down and I'm like the first person there and it's like, all right, I, like I'm going to have to do CPR on this motherfucker. Like I'm going to tell everyone to get the fuck away from me. <laughs> That's going to be number one. Like everyone just get the fuck away from me. Right. If you, unless you know CPR, in which case pop Let's a squat. Get, start a Congo line. <laughs> yeah. If you know CPR, pop a squat. If you don't get the fuck away from me, that's probably how I would start. Yeah. Then. I would probably point to someone like you call. I go call 911. If they fucking ask me any stupid fucking questions, they call 911. I don't give a fuck. Just call them. 
Yeah. Call them, tell them where you are and hang up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they'll call back. That's how it works. They'll call back or they'll show up one or the other. <laughs> like if you fucking, if you can't handle it, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone, I, I already know it. It's like, Hey, go find an AED. So like, oh, do you know where one is? No, I don't fucking know where one is. Or else I'd fucking tell you where it is. Go fucking find one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it, like, it's like, this guy's about to fucking die. I barely know what I'm doing, even though I've taken CPR for the last fucking 12 years. Yeah. Like I've never actually used it. So I don't know if I know what the fuck I'm doing because, you know, <laughs> punching the dummy is fine, but like, dude, that's not a human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very so, different, I would imagine. Never mind if it's like, say, it's a guy that goes down and he's like fucking like 300 pounds. It's like, how much do I actually have to like, yeah, yeah, fucking no. pump into this person? Right, right. And then it's like, you know, if it, if it was like a smaller person, it's like, you know, you give one, you hear a crack. It's like, oh, shit, I just fucking put a rib into this person's heart. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, fuck, I just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God for the good Samaritan loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck! When do I have to? Oh, I have to go again next year, March. Yeah, I just re-upped mine this year. I gotta go next year for March, I think. Yeah, I keep for I I always forget, but I, I I we're we're on opposite years because every I feel like every time I have to renew, you ask I'm, me, and it's I'm like, like, like I don't have to go. Hey, do you need to re-up <laughs> this year? And you're like, no. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have to like go to like a place. I have to go to a place every time. Like, it sucks. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing too. Right. Like, like it's true, right? Like the, you watch the videos and like the CPR class and it's like this one person like walks over. It's like assess the scene, point this person, point that person. It's like, all right, well, what happens when there's like 50 fucking people and everyone's just like running around? Like imagine like if someone went down at the U S open. Yeah. Right. Cause you got people that are shit faced. Right. Yep. And then you got like, what are you going to do there? I, I, I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, that's absolute fucking chaos, right? Yeah. It's like, never mind. Yeah, never mind. It's scene, like, get an AED. You call 911. Yeah. You do yeah, you're this. Right. It's, I'm good. And then you like tap the shoulders. Are you okay? Are you? It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, I might like fucking jostle them a little bit and be like, all right, let's go time. I'm fucking <laughs> and then, 30 and, and then, two. And then my favorite. Oh, you need any help? Oh, you need any help? Oh, yeah. you need any help? Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> the most help that you can provide is just getting the fuck away. Yeah. You know CPR? Get in line. Let's go. Yeah. I got you're two, you're I next. got two minutes. Then it's yeah, you. You're next. <laughs> Actually, I think they changed. Well, I, I think it depends it on how many people are around. But I think they said if you have enough people, it's better off doing like 90 seconds, which I think is two rounds. Two rounds of 30 and two or something yeah. like that. Um and then switch out. I don't know. I mean, either way, it's all irrelevant because I'm never going to have a face shield. So it's like, I'm never actually going to give this person any breaths. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too, right? Because they're like, it's funny how everything has changed over the years. Because now, now, because I just did it in like February or March when I did my class, whenever that was. And they were like, yeah. So like, you know, forever we've told people 30 and two, but like, you can really just give chest compressions and like, you're fine. Oh, and, I'm back like, to that. and I'm sitting there like, why? Like why for as long as CPR has existed, have we been doing basically 30? I think at one point it was 15 and two. Now it's 30 and two. And now they're just like, 
Yeah, or you can just give chest compressions. You know, you know what's like, funny? Why? I went. <laughs> oh shit! Now I don't know because I feel I've done it. There were a couple that expired after a year, and there were a couple that were two years. So I've probably I've probably actually done the course maybe six or seven times in 12 years, something like that. Yeah, I think I've probably I've probably been doing CPR since 2010. So it's 12 years. So probably six times. Yeah, unless I snuck another one in because I, I know at first I did it through the Red Cross and Red Cross is only a year. OK, so I might have had to do like. 10 and 11 and 12, but then not again till 14, 16, 18, 20. No, because now my years are off. I don't know. Not important. <laughs> um, one year out of all, out of them all. And it hasn't been that way since at least 2015. Cause I know the curriculum hasn't updated since then. Um, one year they told me you don't have to do breaths. You go, you can just do compressions. Yeah. And the next year we were back to breaths. So now the running joke is always like, so are we doing 30 and two, or are we just doing 30? What are we doing? Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know. My favorite is when they, uh, occasion. So this doesn't happen again. So like if I've, if I've sat through the class, like six times, maybe like twice the instructor has mentioned like, Oh, it works the same way, like on a dog too. And they're like, but you have to like, hold the mouth shut and like breathe through the nose. Like it was just like a random, like one, like it wasn't part of the curriculum. It was like the instructor would just kind of like said whatever. So I'm like imagining like trying to give CPR to a dog. I would, I, and I'm I, like, I, I don't, like, I don't think I would do that. Like, I don't think I would, I would understand the situation in which the dog needed CPR. You know what I mean? Like, Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> the dog didn't answer. <laughs> Yeah, like, and it's just weird. They're like, oh, yeah, if you're going to do it with a dog, hold the mouth shut and blow through the nose. And it's like, I, also, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I also don't think a dog can like lay on its back. Yeah. Like, and I don't stay on it. its back. Yeah. It's weird. And then if you, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think I would do CPR on a dog. No, for sure not. But, and then like the baby one freaks me out, right? Cause it's like two fingers. Like, oh, just, yeah. they're like, please just use two fingers. <laughs> like, yep. oh, okay. All right. I guess that makes sense. Right. Like it's a small fucking thing. It's a, it can't take care of itself. It's useless. Useless. Yeah. Can't even do the full CPR mm. on it. Yeah. Useless. <laughs> I like how that came full circle. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. <laughs> um, what else we got? Oh, speaking of useless. Um, I saw the other day, this is legitimately useless. Uh, USC and UCLA are planning on leaving the Pac-12 and joining the Big Ten. Yeah, geographically, this uh, is that just got to be the right call. Yeah, yeah, it makes tons of sense, right? So the furthest west school before prior to this week was Nebraska. And I believe... Lincoln is in the eastern part of Nebraska. So I don't know what, what Nebraska borders, probably Iowa or something. Yeah. Maybe mm. Illinois, something like that. Yeah, I think maybe Illinois. Missouri. I Again, I don't know my maps. Um, so Big Ten country, Michigan, 
Minnesota, Wisconsin, Kansas, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas and Big Ten. They're Big oh, Twelve. All right. Um, Iowa, Indiana, like all the all the eyes and all the Great Lakes and all that shit. Ohio, like whatever. And now they just added two schools in fucking California. Like it's the dumbest thing ever. What like in why? Like those two schools aren't that good. No. I saw a funny meme. It was uh it was like a screenshot of like the field of a, a lineup, and it was like um USC and UCLA seeing someone play with a fullback for the first time. So it was like a screenshot of like, I think it was Nebraska in like a, an eye formation. And then it was like the bottom half of it was like a guy's face with like big wide eyes being like, what the fuck? Like, what are we supposed to do with this? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> PAC 12 country has been weird. Yeah. For a while. And I know it's like, okay, so the schools are like moneymakers. So it's, it makes sense for the big 10, but I just don't, I just don't understand geographically, like how or why. Like, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I think we're inching closer and closer to just like a, a national collegiate system, right? Like we're, we're, I think we're getting there because everyone's just moving around. Everyone's just jumping around. So it's well, like, what's the point of having these, geographical divisions or conferences, I guess, when, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like with the new uh, NIL deal and now these teams that are jumping around, I would say within probably the next decade, it's going to be, it's going to end up just being a national, like a national league, like a national NCAA. And then they'll just go to like divisions. You know, I mean, like they'll do away or they'll keep maybe keep the conference names, but they'll call it like the Southeast division or like the West coast division. And then like, maybe they call it, I don't know. Cause you can't keep the same name, but like, you can't call it the big 10 division, but you know, the central division or, you know, like, isn't that, the, but isn't that effectively the system it is right now? Cause like, if you make a division, a conference, what does, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's well, like it's, those are it's the teams because, you play technically they're all separate entities right so the pac-12 conference is its own separate thing from the southeastern conference like they don't there's no like revenue sharing between those two it's all interconference sharing stuff so like if they switch to a national system it's like wow. it'd be similar to the nfl where like you're under one umbrella and then you just have divisions. See, I was thinking from a competition standpoint, because a competition standpoint, there's no difference. But no, from a no. business and financial standpoint, there is a difference. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't know, you could make the argument, it could potentially be better for the game too, because then you would have a school like, you know, like a Kansas State that sometimes is good and sometimes isn't. But like if there was like one national thing, like they would have the exposure right? Cause they would play Ohio state every year or they would, you know what I mean? Like if, however you were rework the divisions, you know, you could take some of those smaller schools, like, a, like a Miami, Ohio, or like, a, like I said, a Kansas state or a Kent state, or, you know, some of those schools that, you know, just are a little bit smaller and then they can be more visible, I suppose. 
or get the benefit of having more money because they're in a See, national I think, league. I think that's the difference is the smaller schools would get a bigger cut of the total, yeah. but the bigger schools will block that. So it yeah. won't, it won't happen. Yeah. Um, that it won't, it won't happen that way. So it's like with the NFL, it's the NFL generates whatever money in TV and each team gets 260 million. Yeah. That will not happen yeah. in college. Um, the bigger schools are too powerful. So we will not see that. Like yeah, where, where you run into you won't it, see equality. It gets a little goofy too. Cause some of these conferences have their own channels, right? Like there's the right. big 10 network. And I think there's a Pac-12 network too. There's an SEC network, an yeah. ACC network. They all have their own network. And Texas has its Longhorn network. Right, right. Um, no, and that's what, And but then it's also like, so you get, there's 130 teams and they play 12 games. There's not enough to go around. So it's, so you have to keep the divisions. It's just, or you have to keep either the conferences or divisions or whatever. Like you have to keep that because you kind of need to know who the fuck you're playing in yeah. a way. Yeah. Um, maybe it doesn't have to be as strict. Like, Oh, you can only have two out of conference or whatever. Right. That could change. But, but it then sounds, too, it, it sounds it, like they want to go to super conferences, which I don't know what benefit that is. Yeah. If so, then if you do go to like a national, like NCAA umbrella, you could change, you could include it so that the schedule is a little bit more predictable, right? So if you have the 12 games and say you have three out of division games every year, um, you could then rotate it similar to the NFL, right? So like, we know, we don't know the exact teams, but we know like, okay, as a Patriots fan in 2022, they're going to play the NFC West. And then in 2023, they're going to play the NFC North or, you know what I mean? Like it's the rotating thing. You could do that in the NCAA and you can say like, okay, well, as the West coast division, you know, in 2023, they're going to play the Atlantic division. And in 2024, they're going to play the Southeastern division. So you would, you would get into like that rotating system. So you would know like every, you know, four five, six years, you're going to get USC versus Alabama or, you know, those goofy games that you don't, that you wouldn't get unless it was like a playoff or something, but they're two big markets. Right. I think the bigger schools make too much money making their own deals though. Yeah. So like when Alabama and F FSU, which I know they're not as big, I'm sorry, LSU and FSU when they're not, they're not as big right now. Cause they're not, neither of them are very good, but they signed like a two year deal to play um to play each other opening weekend this year and next so it's like the problem with like a national thing is the smaller schools can't really like there's a reason why the mac is as close as it is because they can't really afford to fly to bc one week in florida another week in california the next week and then washington another week Oh, and they still have two more road games. Yeah. Like the Mac and these other schools, they're kind of like close. Because they also they're smaller. play on Wednesdays. <laughs> right. Because they're smaller. They have less money. It's harder for them to travel. Like all that. Yeah. Um, 
in the bigger schools just have way too much power that they will not give up and they will absolutely be able to do it. So I, I don't, the only thing I don't understand is everyone's like, Oh, oh this is the evidence of, a, of super conferences. And it's like, I don't understand that. Like, like what is a super conference? Is it just bigger? So it's like, instead of five conferences of 12 to 14, which is anywhere from 60 to 75 teams, you have three conferences of 25. Is that, is that the difference? Yeah. And it's the same amount. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. And I don't understand what, well, I guess there's a little bit of a benefit. Like if you are the SEC and say you buy up the ACC, and then you can take what schools are in the South. Uh, you could take UNC, NC State, Wake, South Carolina. South Carolina's already there. Uh, Clemson, FSU, those would be like your prizes. Miami. Because a lot of the ACC is actually in the South. Ooh, Virginia, that's south of the Mason-Dixon line. We'll give them that. They can have Virginia, Virginia Tech. Georgia, Maryland. Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech. Oh, for whatever fucked up reason, Maryland's in the Big Ten now because oh yeah, realignment. Oh shit, I forgot about that. <clears throat> so, like most of the ACC, actually, is it all of it BC except is, for BC? BC's the only team. Yeah. Yeah, this is Virginia, is, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. Yep. Wake Duke. Yep. What's that? NC, five. NC State. Yep. NC State. UNC. That's seven. Um. FSU. Clemson. That's nine. Mm-hmm. Trying to think Is, what shitbag teams they play. Delaware didn't join the ACC. No, 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 no. They're no. they're still below. <clears throat> um. Syracuse. They are. Ooh, did they move to the SEC? I'm sorry, to the ACC? They might be an ACC team. Yeah. So they're in New York. So it's Syracuse and BC are the only ones that are in the Northeast. Yeah, they actually might be the only teams. Like, I'm trying to think, of, like, because Pitt, oh, Pitt moved over. So that's what, three out of 14? Yeah. Louisville's in the South. Yeah, I mean, so they like the, those three teams could join the Big Ten, and the rest of the ACC could just go down to the SEC, and now there's no more ACC. Moving on with our lives, right, right. Yeah, or those three can just go to the Big East. Well, there is no more Big East football. Oh shit! <clears throat> that's like that's what what's it is. It, what's UMass in? Are they in the MAC? <laughs> I don't know what they're in. They might not even have a conference. Are they the sun, anyone, the sun I don't belt? Know, I don't know if anyone wants them. The fun belt? The fun belt? They could be. I don't know. They might be in the fun belt. I think uh, Coastal's played them a couple times. Yeah. They might. I actually think that sounds right. I think they're in the sun belt. Yeah. I mean, they're not a real school, though. So let's not. No. Oh, they're not a real football program. No. they. So run... I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what conference they have to play in. They're roughly three hours from Gillette Stadium, and they use that as their fucking home field until they could build a real stadium like plus they you they have to drive three awful. hours for a home game they are just awful like they are just really really bad at football yeah 
me see. They play, yeah, Coastal, Toledo, UConn, Florida State, Liberty. Oh, they play a really fucked up schedule. Yeah, that was three Maine. different conferences right there. Maine's yeah, maybe they're Maine. not in a conference. They play. They so could they be play independent. Pitt. There's this was their schedule last year when they went one and eleven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they played Pitt, BC, Eastern Michigan, Coastal, Toledo, UConn, FSU, Liberty, URI, Maine, Army, and New Mexico State. Yeah, that's all over the place. They could be independent. Yeah. Huh. Was there one? Oh, their one win was UConn. That was awful. Those were probably the two of the fucking worst teams in football. Yeah. Yeah, huh. around here, it's like, wow, those two big schools, UConn, UMass, yeah, they're a fucking joke. <laughs> Athletically, they're a joke. Yeah. Um, as, is, as is BC. <laughs> yeah, BC sucks. Uh, what else we got? Should we just, should we crush California really quick? Or is that your final thought? Yeah, no, let's crush it. Always. So, so I don't know why anyone wants to live in this place. I can't, I cannot figure out what is so fucking appealing to California outside of the weather. What on the coast? Or is it just in San Diego? It's it's basically just Southern California. Cause like once you get further up, like it's not that like people forget um, it fucking snows in San Francisco and like rains all the fucking time. Like everyone's like, Oh, California is beautiful. Oh, San Francisco. You go there for the great weather. Why? The weather's not that good in San Francisco, like San Jose, not that fucking great weather. I think they get snow. It's like, yeah, I go to San Diego, LA is a fucking hellhole. but like you go to San Diego and it's absolutely beautiful. And like outside of that, like, so I, I think I said this before, there's two places in California, San Diego and Lake Tahoe. Everything else can just get fucked, in my opinion. Like, I, I don't give a shit. I'm going to I'm going to pull up a map of California real quick, because obviously I'd like to play at Pebble Beach. But <clears throat> during our winter, Pebble Beach is usually pretty shitty. Yeah, I think like Pebble is in know. Northern California. It's Northern. It's, yeah. uh, it is North. It's definitely North of LA. Cause it's one of those things when people hear California LA? for weather, they immediately just assume LA, San Diego. But we've talked about this before too, but like California spans literally the same amount of space that it goes from like Georgia to like New Jersey. Yeah. So, so it's like the weather in New Jersey fucking sucks in the wintertime. So if you follow like the latitude line across and you're in San Jose or San Diego, like the weather's going to fucking suck there too. Cause it's on the same, like it's pretty far North. Yeah. So Pebble beach is South of San Jose, but significantly North of LA. Yeah. So it's probably it's actually, like mid, mid California, like, it's near like Sacramento. No, because Sacramento's way north. Okay. Um, it's west of Fresno. Okay. Ah, go Bulldogs. Um, so I don't know why anyone wants to fucking live there. Like, I really don't. Um, 
but now they're going to start taxing the fuck out of batteries or lithium, which is used to make the batteries. Yeah. So they're, uh, <laughs> so they're all knowing their, their simple solution. Of, oh, gas is too expensive. Just buy an electric car for, you know, 60 K minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I posted, I posted about that on our Instagram. Like it was the, the out of touch politicians, right. They're like, Oh, I don't pay for gas. Cause I drive a Tesla or I drive an electric car, which like you said, like the cheapest electric car you can probably get is like somewhere around 40, 50,000. I think so. If we're going to be completely fair, I do believe in a Tesla sedan. Mm -hmm. I do believe you can get one for like 35 new 35, 38, something like that. So it's not 60, but yeah, a lot of people aren't paying 38 for cars anyway. Yeah. So they're like, oh yeah, just get an electric car. Like as if like, it's easy, you know, it's easy for someone to go out and buy a, you know, upwards of $75,000 car. Uh, and yeah, now if, you, if like, if you're someone, and now I know we crush people with kids and children and whatever, but if you do have kids, you can't have a fucking Tesla sedan. And I think that's like, like I could have a Tesla sedan if I want one. Right. But I don't. And yeah, like I can fit in a small car like that, but like a family can't. So yeah, so now you are in that 60 plus range. Right, right. So now they're like, oh yeah, so that electric car is now going to be more expensive because the state of California is going to start taxing lithium, which is the the metal that's used in batteries. Yeah, what's the problem? (laughs) No, this is why California is a fucking hellhole. It's and they're also going to start the, the other thing they're going to do is they're going to get, do we talk about this in a previous episode? They're going to give stimulus checks to the gas to, is so expensive because inflation has caused yeah, gas prices a, to go up. So they're yeah. going to give people stimulus checks to pay for gas. And it's like, but, but isn't that going to make inflation go up more? Like that's the, what makes inflation worse. No, this is different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like using gas to put out a fire. Basically. Hey, here's a way to make things worse. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand like where, like how does California just not understand anything? They don't get, they don't, they don't get one goddamn thing. No. Like they literally cannot do anything right. And like whatever they decide to do doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's, it's, it's really amazing that people will still live there. And still continue to think it's good and like, never mind all the other bullshit, like fucking too many people, too much traffic, like all that shit. Like, fuck all Forget all that stuff. Like literally the people in charge cannot figure anything out. Like nothing at all. Nothing. Not one thing. Like there is nothing that they fucking do right ever, regardless of topic. Well, the one thing they did right is they recalled the, uh, the district attorney in San Francisco. Okay. Because now they, are they going to vote him? Are they going to vote this person back in like they did with Newsom? Yeah, that remains to be seen. Because they got the recall right, but then they got the vote wrong. Yeah, yeah. You recalled the guy and then fucking put him right back. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I mean that's partially on the Republicans for not really having a viable candidate. Like they went with because everyone was like, "Oh, Larry Elder." It's like, okay, I'm sure he was fine, but like. 
you need someone with a little bit of firepower to beat Gavin Newsom because he's a fucking household name, like across the country. I mean, like people know, like you could go to someone in Ohio, right. And be like, Oh, who's the governor in California. They'd be like, Oh, Gavin Newsom. Like he's been in the news. Like he has a name, right? Like his name carries a little bit of weight, even though he's a huge cunt, like you can't run a nobody against him. Like you gotta, and, and you could go back. I think it was 2003 when the other governor, I forget who it was, um, but there was another governor in California who got recalled and who beat him in the, in the recall election, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger came in as a Republican and beat the guy, beat the governor that got recalled. And then he won his next election after that too. And so it's like, you, if you're going to recall someone, which means you're going to have an election in the middle of this person's term, like you got to throw someone with a little bit of fucking weight behind them. You can't just be like, oh yeah, no, this guy's cool. He's a radio show host. People like him. It's like, okay, but they don't really know who he is and what he stands for. And I don't know. It's, he didn't really have like a lot of money backing. He like just barely won the primary and it's like, you're going against a juggernaut like Newsom who gets fucking money from George Soros. And it's like, I don't know, it's whatever, but they, they did recall the, uh, the district attorney in San Francisco because that place has gone to absolute fucking shit. Um, I think uh, Michael Schellenberger is actually going to run for governor in California, which I think is amazing. Um, he's an author. He wrote a book, the book San Francisco. Uh, that talked about how progressive politics has absolutely destroyed California and focused mostly on San Francisco, hence the name of the title of the book. Um, but he talked about like homelessness. One of the biggest things, because he was on an episode of Joe Rogan when his book came out over the winter. And he said that, I'm going to butcher this, but we're not a fact-based show anyway. So say like there's been $250 million dollars in the budget to solve homelessness in California. And like, that's been the budget for the last like decade. And homelessness has gotten worse in California every single year. And this year they just filed to increase that to like $300 million. So he's sitting there as kind of an out, he's like an author journalist type person. And he's like investigating all this and goes, if we're gonna invest $300 million into the homelessness problem in California, we need to make it better. And we, why is it getting worse? It's literally been getting worse every single year since the year like 2000 or whatever. And he's like, this is, this is ridiculous. Like you can't, in what, in what world can you do really shitty at your job and then ask for a raise every year? You know, like you have one goal, right? Like the office of like homelessness in California. Like you have one goal, fix the homelessness problem. And over the last 22 years, it's gotten worse every single year. And you're like, yeah, can we have more money though? Well, dude, inflation. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he went into like how much money the people make, like the bureaucrats, like in the middle yep. positions and upper positions, there's like Someone who runs one of the one of the government homelessness things, his salary is like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, oh, or like two hundred thousand dollars a year to not solve the problem. And it's like, well, you do know that there's there is like 
<clears throat> there are positions where this happens, where you get paid progressively more to like not accomplish results. And it's government at yeah, all levels. That's the only place, right? It's the only place. That's why we need smaller government because <laughs> it gets bloated and then you get stupid shit like this. But what do I know? Nothing. Nothing. You know, nothing. I know nothing. That's true. Um, the other last thing before we wrap things up, um, since we're on the, the politicking uh, aspect here, um, there was a poll done by Rasmussen, maybe, or I don't know, some, some fucking company, uh, one of those big polling companies that asked people um, their thoughts on who they want or who they don't want <laughs> to run for president in 2024. Uh, oh, the Harris poll. So I feel like Harris is a pretty, pretty big company when it comes to polls, right? It's like Harris, Rasmussen. What's the other one? Um, I don't know. I can't. Politico, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but so the Harris poll said they, they polled, they, they don't give the exact number of people that they polled, but 71% of the people asked during this survey said that they do not want Joe Biden to run for re-election in 2024. 71% said they don't want him, <laughs> which is, I mean, dude, what is he astronomical. doing? For, like, so obviously the Republicans don't want him, but like do, the Democrats don't want him either. Like he's not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then they broke it down, they broke it down more. So among the contingent of the respondents who believed he shouldn't run. So of the 71% of people that said they don't want him to run for a second term, 45% of that said they, they don't want him to run because he's a bad president. Um, Roughly 30% of that said they don't want him to run because he's too old. And then about 25% of it said they don't want it to don't want them to run because it's time for a change. <laughs> Two years. Two years Two and years. it's time for a change. What was that percentage? Uh for that, like 25, 25%. So a quarter of the pe- so and that's a quarter of the people that don't want them, right? Yeah. So 25% of the 71. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that comes out to, but yeah. 18, 18, 17, 16. Time for a change. Yeah. Two years. And then only 30% of Democrats said that they would vote for him in a Democratic presidential primary, which that's not good. Is not good. That's not very good. not good, right? Because there's been rumors that AOC might run for president in 2024, oh, God. which would be an absolute fucking disaster. I think it would be a terrible idea for her, but whatever. I think um, it would be a terrible idea for the Democrats too. Yeah. Because she's too fucking crazy. Yeah. Like if Bernie Sanders couldn't win, then she for sure is not going to, she makes Bernie Sanders look like fucking Ronald Reagan. Um, and it's just, just not a good idea. Um, but she was, she's been, asked a bunch of times recently like oh would you support president biden in 2024 and she just completely blows off the question she's like well we have a lot of problems to focus on now and they're like yeah but would I you think support she said him? no one time i thought i thought i saw that on like uh breaking 911 oh okay whatever, maybe whatever maybe she did is. say no 
Um, but then she was on Colbert recently. Vinny sent me this and she was in Colbert who's turned into a huge fucking bitch. Um, was like, oh, you know, I know someone that's going to be 35 right before the 2024 election. Maybe she should run. And then she starts laughing and she pulls the same shit. She's like, no, I have other, you know, problems in my own district to worry about and all this shit. So it's like, yeah, she's going to run. She's going to, she doesn't care about the problems in her district. Yeah, no, she doesn't. It's fucking, it's very, very short-sighted to think that a politician actually. Yeah. Gives a fuck about the people they represent it would just continue to be like very not good. Right. Like if, if she primaries a sitting president, like when's that would be an interesting thing. I don't have the time to look into it right now, but over Cleveland, but yeah. yeah. When is the last time a sitting president got primaried in their, in their reelection bid? Definitely would not be modern. And I don't know what modern is. So just modern. Yeah, like I don't even know if Jimmy Carter got primaried. See, people I would, hated Jimmy Carter. And I would also say if anyone in the modern era did lose their primary, it would be because the original president was removed, so they were a replacement. So yeah. like Lyndon Johnson, I don't know. I, I don't right. like I do not know my history. I don't give a fuck about that guy yeah. either. Yeah. But like if he after JFK died, if he took over and then didn't win the primary like that doesn't surprise me. He wasn't voted president. He wrecked. Yeah. Put in office, but he did win reelection. Whatever. Again, I yeah. use him as an example. Like I didn't. Right. Cause I don't, I don't know. all. Yeah. Of like whoever presidents. succeeded like William McKinley after McKinley got assassinated. <laughs> like Who's, maybe. Who, well, was it William Henry Harrison only served like 31 days? Something like that. Yeah. He, he died, died of like pneumonia <laughs> or something stupid. Cause it was like, that was like a real thing. Like you could die from it being too cold outside in like the 1800s. You do still can. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I mean, we have modern have medicine. Sick. You have to be sick. Like <laughs> yeah. you gotta be like old or very sick to yeah. pneumonia will still get you. But yeah, well, that's the thing. I heard this on Rogan recently. I forget who, again, one of his guests that he had on, they were talking about like, um, like, ancient humans and and like you know hundreds or thousands of years ago and he was like there's a common misconception that people only used to live to be like 40 like back in say like the ancient roman days or the the greek days whatever it's like people always assume because they say like they they said the the average the average age or average lifespan, however it's worded, was like 47 years old or something. So people just assume that no one ever lived to be like 80, right? People just think that like, oh yeah, we live so much longer now. It's like, well, we live a little bit longer, but like there there were people that lived to be 100, you know, 400 years ago. But the only problem is they didn't have modern medicine. So like you could literally die of a fucking cut. Like if you were like cutting down a tree and you like cut your arm and it got infected, you would die. You would die at like 17. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's not that people didn't, it's not like people just automatically just die. They only live to be 50. Like we've always had the capacity to live somewhere between 80 and hundred, but it's like people just died of dumb shit. 
You know, and like I said, like you could get a cut, get it infected, and then you die, or you get pneumonia and die, or like a lot of babies would just die. Like the infant mortality rate was like super high. So it's like the average, the average lifespan or whatever that the way they get that number is they just add up like all the people that died in their ages and then average it together. So like if a fuck ton of people are dying or babies are dying because we don't have the medicine to like keep them alive, right? Because we talked about how useless they are for the first four years, then like it's going to bring that average age down. So it's, I forget how we even got to that, but um uh, no idea. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no one wants no one wants Biden to run. And then on the other end of that, which I think is really interesting, in the same poll, sixty one percent of the same people. So seventy one percent said no to Biden. Sixty one percent said no to Trump. Dude, it shouldn't be either of them. Like that. No, exactly. I agree. Like, it needs to be neither of them. It needs to be someone that's preferably younger than 65 years old. Like, can we not have a fucking septuagenarian or octogenarian like in the fucking position to run the country? Well, like, the thing we, is like, like they need- how hard is it to get someone in their forties or fifties to run for president? Well, it, the thing is like, you do at least want them to have, like, you don't want someone 36. No, especially too, now too, that like we're stupid. getting a little bit older, like I'm 30, like are you 32 to think of someone that's like 37, that would be president. I'd be like, I don't necessarily know if I want someone. That's I hang like, out, dude. I play golf with these people. Yeah. Yeah. They it's are like, not, they are not fit to like run the that. fucking country. Like 55 is probably 55 is a good number. Yeah. I think Obama was like number. 45 when he was elected. He was like pretty young. But, yeah, well, you know what? He was smart enough not to fucking do anything. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Besides drone strike people. <laughs> well, I mean, don't don't uh just gloss over that. This is one of my favorite stats is uh Republicans always bring it up. They're like, oh, President Obama had the most drone strikes ever of any president. And I sit there and I'm like, well, drones really have only existed for like 15 years. Right, the first guy who could actually use them. Yeah. So it's like, ah. And Trump was only in office for four years, right? So like, so like if, if drones really became like popularized between 2008 and 2016 when Obama was in office and like theoretically, like if Trump had two terms, like he might've drone striked more people than Obama. And then the next guy would, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know. I think it's a stupid statistic where like, oh yeah, Obama drone strike more, more people than any president in the history. It's like, well, well, JFK didn't have drones. Uh, neither did Thomas Jefferson or Jimmy Carter or Bill Clinton even. Like, I'm pretty sure like the first drones were probably invented during like the Bush presidency. So like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, that's just a dumb statistic. But the uh, fact of the matter is no one wants Biden or Trump, which I totally agree with. I don't want either of them either. Give me someone that's not fucking old as dirt. Someone like, oh, I don't know, maybe Tulsi Gabbard. No. But, yeah. I think I think she's done. She's too reasonable. I think she's done. Well, because now, well, she, now she's not on a side anymore. She, I was just going to say she's essentially commit, committed political suicide because she's a registered Democrat, but she hangs out with Republicans. Yeah. So like in a normal functioning world, like that should be like. Perfect. Holy shit. That's perfect. Like that's the person you want but we're not in a normal functioning world. So 
she's essentially just destroyed her chances of ever winning now. But what can you do, right? Besides wrap it up, <laughs> you, you got a final thought? Yeah. So this was sent to the, the group of the four of us. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I still, I still read it and laugh. Obviously it's fucking. So the Babylon B, which is a parody, right? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Clarence Thomas receives invite to celebration of first <laughs> black Supreme court justice. <laughs> And then the next picture. So now that that's from the Babylon Bee. That that's a that's a parody. It's the Onion. It's whatever. Yeah. That and I also don't know when that was published. I don't either. But I also like that he's like flipping through his mail. It's a fucking Bed Bath Beyond coupon. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then a tweet from Good Morning America, blue check mark. And this this is the headline. Kentaji Brown Jackson is sworn in as the first black Supreme Court justice in U.S. history. Well, a couple things here. <laughs> Number one. There's a current black Supreme Court justice. Correct. So thus, mathematically, cannot be the first. Yes. Now, that current black Supreme Court justice replaced the actual first black Supreme Court justice. Now, I don't know anything about Thurgood Marshall, except he was first. So I can't tell you anything about him. Yeah. But Clarence Thomas is a conservative, right? Yes. Okay. So that's why the Democrats are trying to pretend like he doesn't exist. Yep. So he's not your poster boy for like, ooh, current black Supreme Court justice because yeah. he's, he's on the wrong side. That, yeah. that, that's why this is happening. Well, it's the same thing we talked earlier about Larry Elder. The left called Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy. Like he's, he's, he's black. But it's, it's that's Clayton how Bigsby. these, that's, yeah, he's Clayton Bigsby, essentially. <laughs> so like, that's how these people's minds work. It's like, if you're, if you're not, if you don't agree with me and you're black, you're not actually black, which is wicked fucking racist, right? Like that's- Well, it's it's like uh, the doctor. The, do you ever see the what Nikos retweets? Sometimes. I don't it's, think I've I, I forget his I forget his name, but he just goes around and he call like he'll literally call black people out for like acting white or whatever. <laughs> There's a word for that. I don't know how racist or not racist it is to say that. So we'll just let that kind of go. Um, but he will literally call out black people for like not like for like acting like too white in a way. Yeah. Which actually is probably the exact opposite. Cause it's not like a white supremacy thing. It's just whatever. Yeah. Fucking world's wild. Anyway. So. Thurgood Marshall, though, I don't think he was a conservative. No, I think he... Because he was a civil rights activist. I was going to say, I think he cut his teeth on, like, the civil rights... And it was, like, Brown versus Board of trail. Education. Like, he... That's what he... Yeah. Like, he was there. Like, he was a lawyer. For yeah. That. Yeah. So, that doesn't scream conservative for me. No. So, it is nice that we just, like, you know, rewrite whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, what will the defenders say? Oh, well, she's the first female black. Oh, you got to read the article. Or black female, sorry. Right. Uh, no, no, you got you to read the article. Yeah. Because in the article, it does say in the first sentence, 
the first black woman in history to sit on the nation's highest court. Okay. So my only issue is I believe this was a live stream that Good Morning America was doing. They were live streaming the ceremony or at least like the swearing in process. I don't know because I'm looking at it. And it's like 23, 28, 30 views, 19 seconds. Like that's, that's a live yeah. video. Yeah. So why would I read the article if you're posting a live video where you tell me that it's the first black Supreme Court justice in U.S. history? When so in first, fact, like, she's the third. When in fact, she's the third and there's a current one on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope he got his invite. Yeah. So I, I found the Babylon B article. <laughs> it was from April 8th of this so, year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So on April 8th of 2022, the Babylon B posted this article that said Clarence Thomas receives in flight to the celebration of first black Supreme court justice. And then literally like what, eight weeks later, good morning. America puts that out. I just, I, I don't know where, we're too stupid to exist. Yeah. And it's like, I know that was probably clickbait. It was like, oh, come, come look at me. Like, oh, we made a, we made a mistake, but ah, you people are paying attention, whatever, more engagement, whatever. Yeah. I just laugh because it's like, literally, like everything that happens is becoming a parody of itself, except what used to be a parody is now the reality. Yeah. It's like, like everything, like society, everything in Chappelle's show is almost coming through. Everything that was a joke in Chappelle's show is coming through borderline in some sort of truth now. Yeah, like certainly. Like as a society, we jumped the shark, right? Like we are officially like we've been, it's like we've been a TV show for so long that we've become a parody of ourselves. Yes. Like the things we used to, exactly what you just said, the things we used to joke about in like the 90s and the early 2000s, the aughts, if you will. Um, has now become reality. And it's like, okay, this is like, this is like when the TV show gets to like season seven or eight. And it's like, all right, you guys are like kind of losing it a little bit. Like you're losing touch. Like you're recycling shit from season four or like, ah, okay, it's really not that interesting anymore. You know, what's great. You know, a great example of this is 24, right? So like 24 was like one of my favorite shows when it was on TV, right about season i think it peaked at like seasons four and five and then season six seven and eight quite literally became a parody of itself right like the shit that like jack bauer would get himself into and then have to get out and do all this like all right you guys are getting a little ridiculous now like this is this is this is dumb you know what i mean like in the earlier seasons he would like get abducted and you know have to you know, break himself out or whatever. But like by season eight, he would like get abducted out of his car while driving mid drive, thrown in the van, hung up by his feet and like make it out by like pulling a pipe out of the ceiling and like using that to kill. It's like, all right, you guys, you guys are doing a little too much here. And that's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at right now as a, as a society. Every show that has ever paradized society and it was like, wow, that's funny because it's extreme and crazy. It is now coming true. South Park, Chappelle. Yep. I assume Key and Peele. Like, yeah. Yeah. The Simpsons. Yep. Everything. Everything. It's true. All of it. (laughs) 
Um, all right. So my final thought is uh, this came up. Uh, I'm going to save that one. I'm going to go to this one. Um, so because we've just been shitting on, you know, the world today. Um, 2021 was listed as the unhappiest year on record. Uh, right? Dude, why? Yeah, right. So I, again, I forget the numbers and exact statistics, but it was like, whatever the percentages were of the people polled, I think they said things like they had more um, social strife is what they listed as one of their big things. Financial hardship was another one. Um, economic, um, what's the word? Not faithfulness or like when you have confidence, like economic confidence was another one or lack thereof, I guess. Um, they listed like all these things. And like they said, like that's 2021 on record was the unhappiest year. Now, I don't know when they started recording these, this like happiness thing, but out of all of this shit, right? 2021, most unhappiest on record. People talk about, again, the economic instability, the, the financial hardship, the social strife and all this stuff. And yet we have people that sit around in the White House being like, no, everything's great. The economy is awesome. Yeah, the economy is not awesome. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, people have so much more money. People on, on average, people have way more money in their savings accounts. It's like, what? Where? Where is that? Like, where, where do these people exist? What the right? fuck is that a measure of? I don't know. The fuck, the fuck is that? That is not a measure of anything. Yeah. But you want to talk about like completely out of touch, right? Like that's basically what we've been saying, right? Is how out of touch everybody on the left is. And I actually is, is that, saw- so I question, is that, a, is that an argument from like the democratic side? Like how oh, people have way more money in there? Yeah. Okay. So work with me here and yeah. don't forget your thought. What is one counter to that argument that people would make? I don't, I don't even know. So you could also argue, well, it doesn't, that doesn't acknowledge the people who don't have a savings account. What about the poor yeah. people who, who don't have a savings account? Right. So it's like, they can't have more money in it because they don't even have one. They go, right. they're paycheck to paycheck. They spend all their money, all their money's gone, whatever. And like, right. wouldn't that be a liberal, a very, very liberal point of view? Yeah. You would think, or like liberal, you know, 15 years ago. I'm telling you the fucking, the, the, I, I'm actually the only, and I'm not concerned about the lead up to the election. I'm only concerned about the results come November. I'm really, really interested to know if the Democrats have absolutely fucking ate their own. I think so. I think they're, they're so out of touch, right? Like all we've seen is examples of this over the last, however like, many months is how out of touch they are. And you're like giving the whole lithium thing. Like we, we started at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Being like, oh, just buy an electric car if you don't like the price of gas, except the price of electric cars is going to go up because we're going to now tax lithium, yeah. which is what makes electric the batteries for electric cars. And it's almost like if you are of the liberal side and you don't like Republicans, then why do you keep giving them free ammunition? Like they're using your arguments against you. Yeah. Like the because the conservative side can set easily say it's like oh the economic economy is great it's like savings money and saving accounts high what about those that don't have a savings account what about those that don't have enough money what about those who are going who spend all like they're yeah. they're like 
money in, money out because they can't afford their their living situation. Like that should be the liberal side working towards stabilizing the economy, looking out for the poor, less fortunate, minority, whatever. Right. But you're giving it to like you're giving that argument to the Republicans. Like that's insane to me. Yeah, they're they're literally so Vinny actually sent me this video of a guy on Twitter earlier. It's two minutes long. I'm not gonna play the whole two minutes, but the first like 45 seconds is great. It's this guy who actually is a liberal and um listen to what he has to say. I'm not gonna shut up about this. I'm not because I can't yell at the Republicans, they're not gonna change. They are who they are. We're stuck with them. We're not going to change them. You can't shame them. You can't convince them. You can't trick them. You can't fucking outplan them. But I can yell at the Democratic Party and I can tell them where they can at least make one fucking small change to stop pissing me the fuck off every hour right now. (laughs) Stop sending me. Stop sending me fundraising requests right now. Okay? The Republican Party had a plan for the last 50 years to overturn Roe v. Wade. We had a, a leak five weeks ago telling us that this exact thing was going to happen and your response after five weeks of careful study and planning and thought has been to send us non-stop fundraising emails all right so let me just leave you a quick list mark warmer mark warner okay so then he goes on to list the net worth of like all of like these democrats that are sending out fundraising requests and spoiler alert they're all in like the tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, but they only hundreds, make 100 or hundreds of millions of dollars. They only right? make 150k a year. How's that yeah. possible? So he goes on this whole thing and says like you're worth 140 million dollars. Stop sending me a fundraising request. But like he has a point, right? And I think I think a lot of people on the liberal side are starting to be like that guy, right? Like cuz it's true. Like any sane person is going to look at that and be like Again, the, what he's exact his words for fifty years Republicans have been trying to overturn Roe v. Wade. You've had fifty years to vote and codify that into legislation. So then, like it essentially rules the Supreme Court. It takes the Supreme Court's ruling out of it. Right? They're obsolete when it comes to that because it's a law. It's yep. law of the land. You had fifty years to do that, and you did nothing. And then you had five weeks ago, there was a leak that said it was going to happen. So you knew it was going to happen for five weeks. And all you did was send fundraising emails. You didn't try and get a vote together. You didn't try and be like, we need to codify this now. You, like Some people talked about it in the news, but there was no like actual effort. And I think a lot of people are like that guy where they're like, fuck this. This is, this is ridiculous. Like I think, I think it's going to be an absolute fucking bloodbath in November. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and I've, I've seen it and I hear it and I see it and everything. And it's like, it's getting to the point where everyone is so emotional with everything. And I'm even talking like everything that's come up, Floyd Rittenhouse, uh, January 6th, like everything, everyone's become so emotional that they just throw any actual thought and logic out the window. Mm-hmm. And again, it generally comes from like a liberal side. Like it seems like, and again, I'm, I'm speaking generally from Massachusetts. I get a lot of opportunity for that. I'm sure the same way that 
people are like clamoring for us to like maybe gloss over the process just to get the emotional result they want. There's a Western Baptist church in Georgia that's hates gay people and right white power this like we just don't see that because we're in massachusetts obviously right but it's like that stuff doesn't make that stuff don't make the news that stuff's happening fucking behind the scenes so like no one talking about that right also it's old news but like it just i don't know it just seems like a lot of people are like kind of eating their own and just doesn't make a lot of sense yeah what's happening yeah, they're out of touch. And like I said, that was my whole final thought was 2021 was the unhappiest year. Yeah, wait till 2022. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever that measure is. I forgot that that was the original final thought. Yeah, wait till this year. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Pe- see. Like you thought, you thought last year people were unhappy? Yeah. Because they had to wear a mask in the grocery store? <laughs> I fucking drove by the gas station. I go, oh, gas is down. 479 yeah, I, I, saw, I, I said saw, the same thing the other day. I saw 479. I go, oh, ga- wow, gas is only 479. I go, wow, gas is coming down. Yeah. I remember one of the first time it hit 356. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's high. I remember the first time it hit $4 and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is miserable. And now well, I'm think, like, oh, it's 479. It's coming down. I think before, I think that's because I saw 356. I go, wow, that's a lot. And then it was 409, like by the time I fucking drove past the fucking yeah. gas station. And now I sit here, I go, wow, 479, that's pretty good. Yeah. Cause it wasn't 499. Like right. fucking craziness. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. You know what's not ridiculous though is uh mybookie.com. You know, if you go over there and you sign up using our promo code sarcasm pod, they will double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. So you know, your 479 gas, the 20 cents that you just saved <laughs> on your gas, you can put that in your first deposit at mybookie.com and they will match it. We got the old, not this coming, uh, so this is coming on Thursday. So not today, but a week from today when this actually airs. Yeah. Uh, open championship. Open. Yeah. Open championship, British Open, whatever you want to call it. Uh, please have some fucking respect. It's the open championship. Yeah. <laughs> so you can bet the on British that. Open. With uh, Sarcasm Pod. Double your first deposit again, up to a thousand bucks. Also, big thanks to and shout out to grillyourassoff.com. Uh, just same promo code, sarcasmpod at grillyourassoff.com. Actually, for 10% off. So, you want to talk about how the unhappiest time alive and inflation, you can blame, you can blame inflation. You know what? You can blame Biden. Uh, actually, he's going to blame Putin. So, whatever, whoever you want to blame uh, because of inflation, the uh, grillyourassoff.com promo code now is 10% off. Uh, it's not 15 anymore. They had to drop it down because, you know, Putin's price hike, right? Uh, so you can go to grillyourassoff.com, uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod to get 10% off your entire order every single time you check out. So you lose a little 5% there, but you can still use it every single time you check out. I just bought more hot sauce uh, the other day, and that's how I found out it switched to 10%. So uh, still great, grillyourassoff.com over there. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at SarcasmSpeaksPod. On Twitter, at sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks. The website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Like, rate, thumbs up, review. Uh, YouTube, wherever you're listening, your audio only. Go over there. Tell everybody you know about the show. And uh, until next time.